This is Brett Barish, CEO of Sovereign Brands, and you're listening to Self Made. Guess what we're doing, everybody? Guess what we're doing? It's March 6th. We're doing Self Made. Self Made freaking tastes better. That's what we're doing. And we're going to talk to, we're going to New York. We're going to talk to J.I., the Prince of New York. Everybody knows him. J.I., the Prince of New York. And we're going to talk to him and hear his experience. And we're going to give some love. Why don't we get some love, too? Why don't we give some loves to, to Jay Fonz, to my friend CDQ in Africa, to King TD, some love, uh, Techno. How about some shout out to Ghana, Happy Independence Day, Sefa Medical, Bissa KD. It's Happy Independence Day, Ghana. But today we're doing self-made. We're doing self-made with J.I. And I can't wait to talk to him. And we're going to have some fun. We're going to get motivated because that's what we all need. That's what I need. Every day I need to be motivated. I need to be, I need, I need a shot of adrenaline and that's from talking to people and that's from hearing their stories, not the success, because if I'm talking to you, you are successful. It's hearing the crap that you went through to get there because that's the story worth listening to. That's what we want. Hold on. Yes, sir. Fell in the house. What do, what do you think of the space? Yeah, the bathroom was phenomenal. You like it? Nah, I'm, that's what you like, I like the most. The machine with, with all the champagne bottles. I got like five of them already. Yeah. You played the claw machine? I love it. I love it. Jay, I'm I'm happy to talk to you. I'm excited to talk to you because you're the perfect self-made story. Um. Uh, for for your fans to know, I own Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen, my newest. Uh, you see the newest, the Deacon? Have I seen that, the newest bottles? You will. Before you leave the space, Jay, you'll, you'll see the Deacon. It's the coolest brand. Um, but I, I love talking to people, whether it's uh, Post Malone or Lil Wayne in your in your arena to to Wiz, to Khaled, and they all get to tell me stories, which is not about the success, because that's why I'm talking to you, but it's about the shit that you went through to get there. And that's the motivating side. That's the stuff that's memorable. But I ask everybody, J.I., the same thing when we start. What does self-made mean to you? On your own terms, you know, uh, whether or not it's falling down several times, it's getting back up, no matter how times how many times you fall down. Um, getting back up and moving forward. To me, make yourself make, make yourself a boss in your own way, whatever way that is. So, so give me some examples, because I got so many, of falling down and getting back. But like, what's, a, what's some good examples that, that's going to motivate the shit out of your fans? example of falling down my perfect example was being on a television show at the age of 14, that being the highlight of my career at that time, and then running out of all of my money because I spent it on either food or clothing. And now I have no money, so now I need to 
Now I need to go on social media and do promos to get money because I have no other way of making money because I'm still in high school. That was my way of falling down. Did, did, did you realize, like, like how, did, how does a 14-year-old realize that's not something you should be doing? You know what I, I mean? I had to realize by falling down and hitting a wall, to be honest. I was young still, and I'm still young. I, I'm, I'm 21. I hate when people say, oh, I'm getting old. I'm 26. You're still young. You have the rest of your life ahead of you. For me, it was literally hitting that wall. I didn't realize it was wrong until it happened. So, um, I had a lot of, I had a lot of problems and Wait, 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 Jay. I, for some reason, I can't yeah. hear. Is it the phone? No. Is it sitting down to on the? Is it sitting on the, the speaker? You hear me now? Okay. A little better. But what about? Yeah. But yeah. 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 I'll hold it. I'll hold it. I'll hold it. But there were several trials and tribulations for me. Did, did, did you always, when did you get the bug for music? I was around music? 10, maybe 9. Music was always around me. It was in my family. My, my cousin had the privilege of being in a rock band, so he traveled around, like, the world. My cousin, she sang, and my older brother, he made, like, hip-hop music. But for me, I had a Yamaha keyboard in my house, and I would be able to produce... I felt like DJ Khaled, but I was nowhere near him. And I would make my own beats, and I would just record myself. I would well, put it out on the streaming sites. Like, at the time, when I was 14, 15, SoundCloud was really big. So I used SoundCloud. I yep. used independent streaming sites like DistroKid, United Masters. And I would just release it. I, had, I developed what was the my feedback? own fan base. I was able to at a quick age, and they stuck with me till now. Um, where were the fans? Because I'm sure you well, followed the, the, where you the, wanted to know where the, the hell they were. The luxury of it was Instagram was able to tell me where my followers were, and even the streaming sites that we use, like Spotify, Apple Music, it tells you where your listeners are from. So I would have listeners from all over the world, Africa, um, Europe, that's what shocked me when I would have listeners from outside the country listening to my music. That's what really motivated me, honestly. So, so you put it out on SoundCloud. What was the next? What was the next break for you? Maybe what was the, the big next step? From from fourteen to seven to from fourteen to eighteen, it was a standstill for me, meaning I, I had a bunch of trials and tribulations, finishing finishing school, kind of figuring out what my my next adventure would be as far as my focus. And then I met with my team and my manager and we got the ball rolling. He, he had more of an experience in the industry because he had artists from Mob Deep to Akon to Lady Gaga. So he, he had more of a vision and he knew how to kind of get the ball rolling. So at the age of 18, we kind of got together and we were able to kind of, you know, make a stand for myself. Did, from the rap game to that stage, was it, did, well, let, let's take the rap game. Did it feel like it was just no. going to be easy after that? Because everything I went through Why? didn't feel easy for me. I had, I had to do a lot of stuff just to get a little bit of exposure. So for somebody at that age, me, I was, I didn't really know what was to come, you know?
So how do you motivate uh, that's yourself? That's a great question. Honestly, I just, I have so much passion for music. That's motivation within itself, me wanting to tell my story. And honestly, me being able to motivate other people, that's, that's really like the, the main motivation for me. Because I got to be honest with you, there's times when I, there were, there were times when I didn't want to make music. I felt like, all right, you know what? Today's not that type of day where I want to just express how I feel. I had, to, I had to get messages from people around the world in order for me to get that motivation. People telling me, yo, I went through this or um, somebody in my family died, my mother died, and I was able to listen to this song that you released and it helped me feel better. Or my mother's going through this and we listened to it together and now she feels better. Little stories like that, that's what motivated me, honestly, because it was hard to have motivation. And, and those motivations yeah. are coming from other people. They're mm -hmm. not from your stories. You're listening from to From all over people. the world. So what changed? Like, why? Like, it's interesting because it's not your stories. It's somebody else's stories. It's not motivating you. How, how does that that's, work? That's the funny thing. It, it, it just happened, honestly. Um, like I said, at a young age, I really wanted to make music. I, I had this passion. I wanted to, you know, I feel like every child wants to be on top of the world in some way, shape, or form, but they don't know what their calling is or what, what, what they want to do to be on top of the world. And for me, I just knew it was music. I knew that in some way or form, I had to be behind the scenes making music, whether it was producing or, or being in front of it and, and vocalizing and, and, and telling my story. When you named that project in 17, Barely Famous, Literally what, what did it that was, mean to you then? I was barely, I barely had the recognition. That was my first project too. I barely had the recognition that yeah. I wanted, so that's why I called it that. Um, can you imagine yourself being at the opposite end where it's saying, Extremely okay, famous. you know what, now <laughs> That, that would be the opposite. Honestly, yeah. and I, it's funny, because no matter how big I get, I, I will never feel like I'm, I'm where I'm at. Like, traveling the world and seeing all these different environments every city i've gone to i i wrote it down even I, I had to keep track of it every city i've gone to i've had somebody stop me because they know who i am and that's a wake-up call to me honestly being able to yeah it still it freaks you out in a good way in a good way not 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 a negative way like i'm going to europe later on this month for my second time and the first time i went to london i had people stop me that was extreme to me because I'm like, wow, like I'm on the other side of the world and I have people recognizing me. Do you, do you still, do you still, I, like I remember I, when I sat down with Gierbo, we were in Texas and, uh, uh, no, sorry, it was a boogie. We were in Texas and he was on the first time on his tour and he literally had to call the venue. And the, I think the venue size was maybe 2,300 people. Because he just didn't think anybody in Texas knew the hell, who the hell he was. And sure enough, it was... I'm on tour with him right now. That's funny shocked. you say that. So, yeah. But does it feel like that to you still? Like, you're, you know, I, I'm in the UK. And, yeah, no, and definitely. What's happening. You know what I mean? It, definitely. It feels surreal. It, it's a wake-up call for me, honestly. So, so... Now the new, so I'm jumping ahead, but the new project, one way or another, what does that that's tell you? That's my motivation, honestly, now. That's, 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 that's my, that's, 
what do you call it? That's my, not motivation, but that's my, that's kind of like, that's what I go by. It's one way or another. That's how we're going to get through the door. That's how we're going to make it happen, regardless of what it is, one way or another. So, uh, um, bad times, bad shit happens. Who do you turn to? Who do you call? Where, where do you, who's, who's the first call you're going to make when you're like, God, this Probably sucks. one of my parents. My father, what are they, for sure. What are they gonna I feel say? like I go to him because I feel like he has all the answers, you know. Um, they usually just tell me that I'm blessed, you know. My my a bad day for me is nothing compared to someone who really has it bad. So that's something I have to take into consideration. Because don't get me wrong, I have I have I go through stuff too, you know, behind closed doors. But I just I'm blessed, you know. That's what I have to remember, and they remind me that. So, so I just saw Ross is on. He's listening. What do you Rick say Ross, to somebody like? Legend? What do you say to Ross? That's somebody yeah. I respect. I look up to him as far as just the moves he makes. You know, he's motivation to me in the shape way or form because he he's somebody who came from nothing and now look at what he has. It's Ricky Rose, baby. <laughs> That's right. Um, and I always, you know, and, and I'm going to ask you this because I said this in front of Ross, in front of my whole team of about 160 mm. people. Everybody needs a rosé in your life. You need somebody when the shit's, when in good times, they're there for you, yeah. but more importantly, in bad times, they're there for you. Besides family, who is that for you? Repeat that again. Who, in good times, they're there for you. In bad times, they're there for you. Besides your, let's say your parents, who's there for you? Who's, who, who, who's in your team? <laughs> Um, my, my, my manager, honestly, my manager, Gabi, he, he's, he, he schooled me on a lot of stuff. He's a teacher in the game. And honestly, I don't mind being a student. That's one thing about me. I'll sit down and I'll learn. As long as you have something to teach me and show me, I'm going to sit down and listen. And my manager is somebody who really, he molded me. And I met with him in a vulnerable time in my life because I didn't want to make music anymore. When I was 17, 18, I didn't care to make music. I, I just needed to be realistic now. I needed to do a job that would pay the bills because I was becoming a young man. And I met with him at a time where he could have taken advantage of me or he could have, you know, he could have, it could have went several different ways and it went the right way. He showed me how to be a young man and he showed me how to be a boss, a young boss and a mogul, you know, a, a businessman. And I respect him so much for that. And even with the, the person, things I go through. I can sit down and I can call him and I feel like he has all the answers too, you know? What do you wow. think he's learned from you? Loyalty. Loyalty, definitely, because he's had a lot of artists come by and they wanted money or they wanted something else, you know? They were impatient and they, they didn't want to sit down and see the bigger vision. And I had to be patient, you know? Who who is it who when when you think back to people that you listened to growing up who did you want to emulate wow. who, who who did you want to be you like? know I was a big fan of Big Pun from from New York just because of his background I'm I'm Spanish I'm Puerto Rican and I wanted to be that that figure for my people especially coming out of New York I felt like we didn't have a lot of Puerto Rican males coming out repping it and being accepted in the industry it was hard you know it was only a handful of them so. The fact that I was able to come out 
and people accepted me the way they are, the OGs accepted me, the, the people that came before me and molded the way for people like me, that means everything to me, you know? Um, when I think of Boogie, going back, because you're, you're on tour with him, you know, I, I met, literally, really? I met Boogie because of an Uber driver. Yeah, because I, I asked him, who are you listening to? Who's, who's hot and up and coming? And he said, hey, Boogie, and he said, Gierbo. But what was cool about both of them is they were small at the time, um, but they had such passion for what they were doing, and they sound just like you, just like you. Like, do, do you even, do, do you even, do you learn yeah. from Boogie as an example? Do you, yeah, do you watch his moves and see what he's even doing? being on tour with him now, you know, that's, that's, it's amazing to see the, the venues he's doing, you know, because he came before me. And that's somebody that a lot of people compare to me, you know. Um, I learn a lot just, just by his team because it's more, to me, his family, you know, his man, my manager's from his, from where he's from in the Bronx. So I'm able to see how he moves and, what what he does and learn from him too in, in in a sense because he 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 was he 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 got a chance he got through the door before me slightly before me so it's 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 inspiration to me you know to be able to be on the road with him we go to certain to certain cities and we party together and I get to see how he moves it's, it's inspiring honestly and when you put out for example the new project one way or another do you set What's success for you on the project? You know what I mean? Honestly, how do you, how do you determine success? My team goes back and they tell me how many streams we got. <laughs> That's success to me because I, within the first week, we got like around 10 million streams. You know, that's amazing to me. I remember days, I, times when I couldn't even get 100,000 streams. So the fact that I've developed a core fan base where I can, I can gain 10 million streams in a week, that's success to me. What do you what do you think your fans have in common? A broken heart. Because <laughs> that's why, that's why, why they come, that's why that? they go to me to listen to my music. Because I, in a sense, I'm the bandage to fix the heart. You know. Is and that a lot of responsibility? And there's times when, who's gonna help me fix my heart? You know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> you're you're at the top of the food chain. You got to pick right? everybody else up. It. So who's going to pick you up? Um, do you remember? Do you remember when you know your first fan, someone recognized you? Yeah, I was probably, I was, I had to be fourteen, and around that age, it was different to me because I was super young. I was in the beginning stages of being a teenager, so I wasn't really. It really hit me when I went back to my high school because I was, I was a freshman in high school and everything was normal. But towards the ending of my freshman year, I went on TV and I came back my sophomore year and there were kids I had class with the year prior and they didn't remember having class with me. And I'm like, I'm like we were friends. Like, how don't you remember that? They remember what they want to remember. But that was honestly like a wake-up call for me. That hit me super hard. The difference, yeah. the difference as time went by. That's amazing. So, and, but it sounds like when you when you talked about your dad, yeah, yeah. your parents have been very supportive, no? Why? Like, Why do you well, think? Well, with my mother, she used to manage me. And with her, she, 
she felt like her parent wasn't supportive over her, over her dream, you know, and she wasn't able to accomplish what yeah. she wanted to. So that's why she jumped on it immediately when, when she found out that I, I wanted to lean towards music. She, she managed me, you know, so I give her props for that. What did you, if, if you I weren't doing music, music, what would you be doing? Maybe an author. Yeah. I loved writing. Yeah. You like writing? Are you yeah. writing all the time? What do you honestly? Do I want to go content? into films. I wouldn't mind being a director with the ideas I have, cause I I I direct most of my videos. Like I come up with the treatments. I write down the the concepts. So I, I can I would love to bring it to 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 real life and bring it to the big films, the big screen. What's the so, What's the one story you want to tell? Well, my story, <laughs> and. I, I'm very fascinated with like old school mob stories and like stories from the like early 1900s of like just gangsters in that time period and how they ran around and did certain things. I love, I, I just love like, um, I don't know what the terminology is for those type of films, but just movies that take you back in time, honestly. I love those type of films. Is, uh, is, you put out the new the project. Do you have a plan for the rest More of the year? Music? Do you think about Va what's next? Vacation? <laughs> no, just working. Honestly, I gotta. Um, but I definitely plan on putting out more music. Uh, and touring. I have a tour set for Europe around the end of this month. Yeah. That's when it starts up again. It's with Boogie with, and also uh, we have Boogie? a separate tour in Europe. Do you yeah. feel good well, on I love stage? It. It's just a real Do you like moment. that feeling? It feels, it honestly doesn't feel real. Do you think it'll ever Hopefully change? Hopefully better, for the better. No, but in the sense of not real, in the sense of, I don't know, a lot of artists, I should say artists, anybody famous gets, at some point, it, that doesn't become, yeah, they're yeah, not in awe of it. You know what I mean? Like, and that to me seems strange because to this day, if someone mm -hmm. recognizes Bel Air, I'm in awe. If someone recognizes yeah. Ace of Spades, I'm in awe. Like, I still can't mm -hmm. believe it, you know, and this is Honestly, 10, but that's, years later. That's the humble side of us because for me, I feel like I see other artists and I've seen other artists in front of me have fans recognize them and they brush them off or they, and I could never do that because these people yeah. read me who I am. These people buy tickets yeah. to my to my shows. They wait in the blistering cold for, for five to six hours just for the doors to open for them to come in. They spend money on merch. They they tell their friends about me. So it's like, I could never be that. You know, there's times I'm having a bad day and I'm outside and I don't want to take a photo with nobody, honestly. I just want to go get my groceries and I'll have somebody stop me and if they ask me for a photo, I'll, t I'll take it with them. I can't think of a time I've turned somebody down, honestly. Yeah. It's your fans are everything. I mean, that's, that's, this is where you get your motivation, your ideas, yeah. your hope, your life. It's everything. Um, what do you want to do? What, what do you want to do next? Besides more music, I would what do you want to do? Like I said, besides going to the big screens and acting and doing maybe directing possibly in the future, maybe fashion or designing my own type of like business or brand. I would love to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
when you see brands, so uh, use my brand as an example, like a brand like Bel Air. 100%. Does, does that motivate you? Because I've, I've, why? I knew about it before even coming here and meeting with you, the the person, the the, the mind behind it all. Yeah. But not just that, I, I've been in clubs with it in my hand. I I will take this over Hennessy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will take this over hardcore liquor because it, it feels it feels elegant. You understand me and. It, it's motivation to me because yep. you're all over the world. Your brand is all over the world and you're humble. Not just that, because your, your brand can be all over the world, but the person behind it can be, you know, just not likable and you're admirable. You know, you're, you're, you're very, just by speaking with you, you're super humble and you carry yourself super respectfully. And, and I respect it. I love it. You know, like I said, I, I've been a fan for, since I've been legal to drink. So, yeah. <laughs> Not too long. Not too long. <laughs> um, I, you know, I ask everybody this, and and if yeah. I take your 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 biggest hit, needed me, right? Did you think I it was going to be like successful? I, I didn't like the record. I liked the record. I didn't like the hook, and the hook is what made the record what it is. To be honest, honestly, the main reason why I dropped it was because the main line in the song is is um we're gonna we're gonna fuck the summer up. And I dropped it late August, so I didn't really have time to drop it. And I didn't want to wait till next year. So I, I put it out just to put it out for like almost, you know, just to have it out. And that ended up changing my life. So I'm thankful. But, but what, is, what is, to me, it tells me wow. something. What is it telling Anything you? Is possible. It to me, I use this and when I talk to my team or anybody, anybody, you know what? Just don't mm -hmm. overthink it. Let it go because you never know. You never know. Because I, I swear, 99% of every artist Yo, that we're talking, I, the number one hit, they hate it. That just, yeah. tells, you just got to put shit out there and see what sticks. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, would you change Honestly, anything? Honestly, no. I wouldn't change anything. No. Nothing. I feel like everything happened for a reason. The, the, the 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 the, the face when you stopped Honestly, wanting to do music would you change that i would have probably learned from it more i mean I, i'm learning from it now but i can't say that i would change that period either because when i got the second chance that period made me hung hungrier honestly and it made me not want to look back because that was a dark place for me in a dark it was a dark time period who anybody famous who to this day is giving mm. you great advice? Wow, um, Fat Joe, he gave me great advice. Honestly, he just he, he basically say? passed the torch to me. You know, he 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 gave me a lot of wise words. He told me to just keep going, don't get distracted, because a lot of young cats my age are getting distracted. You know, they're they're either getting locked up or they're overdosing or they're getting killed and that's a distraction in its own way. So I, my, my, my main thing is just trying to stay focused, you know? And even, I, I interviewed Joe, and even he said, in the, in the space there, and even he said, which I loved, is he's just brutally, at this stage of his life, he's brutally honest. Just brutal. You know, he'd, he'd tell me stories of losing all his money and taking a jet from New York to Connecticut mm -hmm. to go have dinner, which is You could just drive nuts, to Connecticut from New York. You know, but... <laughs> But I he, said you could drive to Connecticut what? from New York. <laughs> I, yeah, but he didn't do it. He, he fucked up and he'd admit it. Yeah. I, he fucking wasted all his money that way. 
or he had bad he had people around him. You know, people wanted to give him deals, and then but the people around him just basically kept yeah. him out. So he never saw the opportunities. You know, shit like that. But the fact that what I like about that, or just anybody telling mm -hmm. stories like that, is they're being honest. Like you know, sharing stories like that helps that next helps you yeah. helps me helps other yeah. people realize. You know. So you have a kid in, and he wants to do music. Don't what do you tell him? Honestly, the people that aren't supporting you, don't take that personal because they will support you when, when, when you get through that door. Honestly, go with your heart. And I tell this to anyone who, who shares their music with me. Tell your side of the story and tell your story only. You can't tell somebody else's story because that's their story to tell, you know? And stay true to yourself. 100%. You got to trust your instincts. And, and mm -hmm. uh, if anybody's going to Amen. Yeah. Right? Right? Jay, I love you. I, 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 I'm a huge fan. I have a ton of respect for you. Uh, I, I think your words describe where you are and where you're going. And, and uh, I don't know. I just I have a ton of respect for you. If there's anything I could possibly do, me or my team we're, will be 100% supportive. Um, just keep going. I, as, yes. as I tell everybody, yes. when good yes. shit happens, work harder. Work harder. Take advantage Thank of you. it. Thank you for you having me here. The, the spot is beautiful. I'm honored to be here, and I'm honored to be speaking with you, honestly. Thank you. Love it. Love it. We'll keep supporting you 100%. Yes, and and check out the new brand, now. The Deacon. You'll love it. Thank All right. Take care. Love. J.I., love you. you. Take care. Good luck. Okay, with I definitely will. Tell Boogie we said hi. Day.